another episode of Impact Today. We are Mark and Victoria Bowling. We're evangelists and teachers of the Word of God. Every week when you tune in, you will hear life-changing truths from the Word of God. It's our prayer that you will hear these truths, that you will ponder them, that they will pierce your heart. They'll go into your heart and bring light, revelation, and life into your situation. That's why we do what we do. Yeah. Amen. The Bible says that the entrance of your word brings light. Mm-hmm. And I love, um, I've heard it said, you know, if you have a dark cave that's been dark for 2,000 years because nobody's ever brought any light in there, it doesn't matter if it's been 2,000 years, 3,000 years, 4,000 years. The moment somebody comes in with light, the darkness is gone. Yeah. So let that encourage your heart. No matter what situation you may find yourself in right now, right now somebody is giving you light. Mm -hmm. They're bringing light. God is sending forth his word into your darkness. And it's bringing light, bringing revelation, bringing truth. So we just encourage you, grab a hold of that. Yeah, that reminds me of a prayer that Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus. And actually, I would encourage you, if you're a believer Mm. and you're in the faith, I would encourage you to find this prayer and pray it for yourself. Mm -hmm. It's found in Ephesians chapter 1, starting around verse 17. Yes. And he prays this, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, the eyes of your heart to be enlightened or flooded with light. Revelation. See, God wants you to have light come into you. Revelation knowledge. And notice what He continues to pray, that you would know what is the hope of His calling, the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints and the exceeding greatness of His power. Yes. That's in us and for us. The same power He exercised when He raised His Son Jesus from the dead. The Father God wants you to know those things. He wants you to have light about the hope of His calling the glorious inheritance that's in you, Mm -hmm. that's from Him to you, and the resurrection power that's inside of you as a believer. Hallelujah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, the beginning of that prayer says, the eyes of your heart. Yes. You know, that might sound strange. What do you mean, the eyes of my heart? Well, these aren't your only eyes. These are your physical eyes, but you have spiritual eyes. And when your spiritual eyes see something, that's what makes you free. Jesus said you will know the truth Mm -hmm. and the truth will make you free. That word know means you will see it. Mm -hmm. You will understand it. You will perceive it. So as revelation light comes into your heart, Mm -hmm. into your spirit, your spiritual eyes see it and then it makes you free. Glory to God. It's amazing. So for the past couple weeks, we've been talking about the, the, when Jesus went to Bethany 
and raised Lazarus from the dead, a man who he loved. Yes. And he loved his sisters, too. Yes. He raised him from the dead. We've been talking about that. This will be our third episode. Mm -hmm. So we really want to encourage you, if you missed the first and or, and or second episode, go to our website at globalimpactministries.com. And right on our homepage, you'll see a YouTube picture. You click on that, and that takes you to our YouTube channel mm -hmm. where you can watch all the past episodes that mm -hmm. we've ever made, but specifically look for um, the last two mm -hmm. because we shared so many um, good details mm -hmm. that really shed light on the story, let us see what's happening, the kind of the inner workings, and it will really help you. Amen. But today we're going to pick up. Yes. Where are we going to pick up at? Well, he has a conversation with Martha, mm -hmm. and he says, he will, your brother will rise from the dead. And then he tells her other truths about having eternal life and the coming resurrection of all of the dead who are in Christ. But then he goes to the, <laughs> to the tomb. You know, he walks to the tomb where, where Lazarus is buried. And in the meantime, Martha goes to Mary, mm -hmm. who's sitting in the house, and secretly tells her, the master has come. The teacher has come. And he's calling for you. Why was it secretly? Because the Jews were there, and just a little while ago, they were trying to kill Jesus. Now, the Jews were there to comfort yes. uh, Mary and Martha. Yes. But they don't like Jesus. They don't like Jesus. <laughs> and so <laughs> she goes and says, hey, hey, Jesus has come. And immediately, mm -hmm. she's now Mary's weeping. Immediately, she gets up and takes off. And the Jews say, Wow, she's going to go weep at the tomb now. Right, because they didn't hear yes. what Martha told her. And so Mary comes to Jesus, and she falls at his feet. Some of the Jews went with her. And, and she says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Right. And, and she's weeping. Now Jesus starts to weep. Because he loved Lazarus, he loved Mary, he loved Martha. And the Jews even said, wow, he must have really loved Lazarus. Look at him weep. Wow. Amazing. But anyway, to get to the actual meat of today's lesson, we go to verse 38. Mm -hmm. And if you want to read, starting with verse 38, just read all the way to verse 44. Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, mm, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they might believe that you sent me. Now, when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. 
And he who had died came out, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. Hallelujah. Now, here's a little side thought here. They learned this process. The Jews had picked up the process of burial from the Egyptians. You mean like embalming? Yes, and, and they, would, they would wrap them. Like a mummy. Like a mummy. And so, Lazarus really can't walk. He's bound. He's wrapped up. When Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth, the power of God had to pick him up and bring him to the entrance of that tomb. Wow. And then Jesus said, loose him and let him go. Amazing. It was powerful, my friend. I mean, the that glory had to be God. freaky for Lazarus yeah. to like wake up and be inside a mummy cast. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. But Jesus, loose him, let him go. They, it took some time. And here he is raised from the dead. And if you keep reading later... I want to talk to him about that. If you keep reading later, Lazarus is eating wow. dinner with Jesus, with his sisters, and other people. Imagine that. Can you imagine Been dead how for four famous days. he must have become? Oh, you yeah. You know, like everywhere he went, people probably pointed him out and they were like... That's the guy Jesus rose from the, the miracle was so riveting. The miracle had such an impact that not only were the Jews plotting to kill Jesus, they were also plotting to kill Lazarus later on because, because of his miracle, many people had begun to follow Jesus. Wow, and they were just so jealous yeah. and so religious. Yeah. That reminds me um, of Reinhard Bonnke. Mm-hmm the great evangelist, mm -hmm. Reinhard Bonnke, who's now in heaven. But I've heard stories where when he was planning to go somewhere to do a crusade, the city officials or the people who were involved, um, they were like, no, you can't, you can't do the crusade. You can't do the prayer festival near a graveyard. <laughs> Because we don't want people to be raised all these from the dead. people to come out alive out of the graveyard because yeah. he had such a reputation of power. of power, of resurrection power. And so it was, it's the same thing. These people are like, we got to kill Lazarus and he's to die again. Yeah. Because Jesus raised him from the dead. Now, another thing to think about, it wasn't just him being raised from the dead. Remember... He stinks. It means his body is decomposing. So not only did his spirit return to his body, not only was he healed of the sickness that killed him, but there had to be aspects of recreation in the body that had deteriorated or had uh, decomposed. Yeah, that's just amazing. It was a mighty miracle. And what Jesus did then he can do today because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, a lot of times when people um, preach from this or teach from this, um, they they give it out um, with the aspect of whatever's dead in your life can be resurrected. Mm -hmm. Your dreams, you know, and and this, and God can restore. But we have to remember that yeah that's all true but we have to remember we have to take it literally mm -hmm. and we have to say yes jesus raises the dead right now 
like the dead. That's right. And that's why, and, and you say, well, well, Jesus isn't here. He commissioned his disciples. Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. Well, starting with verse 7, he says, And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise, raise the, dead, the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Wow. And we even see after Jesus died and rose again and ascended to heaven to, be, to sit at his Father's right hand, Peter raised the dead in Acts chapter 9, and Paul later raised the dead. Mm. And he also was raised from the dead. Yeah. After they stoned him to yes. death, he was raised from the dead. So we see three different individuals in the book of Acts raised from the dead. But let's look at the aspect of faith yeah. now mm -hmm. in Jesus' ministry. Uh, because Jesus, he operated in faith. And he's inviting you to operate in faith like him. So Mark 11... Mark 11, verse 22 through 24. I want you to see what Jesus has to say in Mark 11, 22 through 24. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Let's stop right there. In the Greek it says, Have the faith of God. It actually says, Continually be having the faith of God. How does that happen? by intimate communion with Him. Right. When God comes to live in you, mm -hmm. He brings His faith with Him. Yes. So when He comes to live in you, His faith comes to live in you. Yes. And Jesus is saying, operate in faith the way God operates in faith. And mm. you can because His faith is in you. Hallelujah. Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I... There's something you need to see here. Jesus connects speaking to a mountain and prayer. Yep. When you pray, you're talking to the Father God. When you speak to a mountain, you're not talking to the Father God. You're speaking to the mountain. But Jesus connects them. Mm -hmm. He says, Assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, be removed, be thrown into the sea, doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will be done, he'll have whatever he says, therefore. Right. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe you receive them and you will have them. Other translations say, stuff, say things like this. Believe you have received them. And they will be yours. And they will be yours. Believe... You have received them, and they will be yours. And we see that happening in this story with Lazarus. Because mm -hmm. notice what it says here. Well, first, you see, the unchanging law with faith. Believing comes before seeing. The world says seeing is believing. Jesus says, believe first, see second. 
Look, John chapter 11, verse 40. You know, he, 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 Martha says, Lord, he stinks by now. He's been buried for four days. He's decomposed. And Jesus said to her, verse 40, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see? Believe, then you will see. Yeah. Believe, and you'll see what? The, the glory, glory of, of God. God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. The glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying, and Jesus lifted up his eyes, looking into heaven, and he says this. He prays, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Did you hear that? I thank you that you have heard me. Well, does that infer that he already prayed about it? Yes. He's already prayed. But notice he says, I thank you, you have heard me. That phrase, heard, anytime you hear in connection with prayer, God hearing our prayer implies answered prayer. Always. And let me show you. Yes, that's so true. First John. 1 John chapter 5, listen to this. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, it says this. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. So He hears us when we ask something according to His will. Yes. And, and then, so when Jesus said, I thank you that you have heard me, that lets us know that he asked God for Lazarus mm -hmm. and that God heard. Yes. So that it must have been his will. Right. But then you get to verse 15. Yeah. And it says, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have. We have. The petitions that we have asked of him. So we have it before we see it. Yes. And so when Jesus says... Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Basically, Jesus is saying this. Father, I thank you. I have the answer. Yeah. And he says it when Lazarus is still dead and in the tomb. But then he tells us why he did that. He did that so that everyone watching mm -hmm. he, would believe he, he... He repeats the prayer. Right. Yeah. But he, but he says, I, I'm said all that so that everyone who's here watching will believe that you sent me. Yes. It's like to validate that mm. he is the son of God. Amen. <laughs> Amazing. Praise God. Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And he says this, and I know that you always hear me. Mm. He says that when Lazarus, see, see, you got to get this straight. Yes. Believe first and then you'll see the glory of God. Believe you have the prayer answered first, and then you'll see or experience the answered prayer. Too many people say, well, I'll know that God has heard me when I see the miracle. It doesn't That's work that backwards, way. That's mm -hmm. backwards, actually, yeah. from the way that God laid it out for us. Amen. You can take it back even further then and say, you have to know what God's will is before you pray. Yes. Jesus knew this was the will of the Father. Lazarus, come forth. How did he know? Because God revealed that to him when he was in 
Bethabara. Bethabara. That's right. And so he prays, Father, I thank you you have heard me. Lazarus mm -hmm. is still dead. Mm -hmm. I want you to get that. Remember, Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say to you, assuredly I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe. Believe what? Believe you have received them and they'll be yours. That's exactly what Jesus is doing right here. Hallelujah. And then he stops looking up and he looks at that tomb. And he says, Lazarus, come forth. Mm -hmm. Notice Jesus said, surely I say to you, whoever says to the mountain. Wow. Be removed, be thrown into the sea, doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will be done. He'll have whatever he says. It's exactly what Jesus is doing right wow, here. Wow, what a perfect he is, example. He's speaking to Lazarus. That's the mountain right now. He's speaking to Lazarus. Come forth. At that moment, Jesus, he wasn't speculating. He wasn't attempting. He believed. His word is good. I'm speaking to Lazarus to come back to life, and he is coming back to life. No doubts. Praise God. And he came back to life. Yeah. Hallelujah, my friend. What is the Lazarus in your life? Hmm? What is the mountain that you're facing? What is the miracle that you need? You can be assured by what God has promised in His Word that He wants to hear you. He wants to answer you. He wants to give you the victory. Yes. You can pray and you believe you have received it first. You'll experience it second. You believe, Lord, I thank you, it's done. And then you address the situation. Bills, be paid. Mm -hmm. Blind eye, open. Child, come back. Yes. Be free. Be free. Huh. Be healed. Amen. You say, well, that was Jesus. He's encouraging us to do it. Yeah, he's the one. In Mark 11, mm -hmm. verse 22, 23, and 24, he encourages us to do the same. Let us, you know, look at this scripture real quick. John 14. John chapter 14. Notice what Jesus says in verse 12. He says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Wow. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask, or you could really say because of the Greek language, and whatever you demand or require in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Wow. Now, if you remember the last couple of weeks, we showed you scripture after scripture. When people were healed, when the miracles were happening, that is when the Father was glorified. And now Jesus is saying, whatever you require in my name, I will do it. And because of I, because of me doing it, the Father will be glorified in the Son. And then he says it again emphatically. If you require anything in my name, I will do it. Wow. Praise God. 
believers, the children of God, those who are temples of the Holy Spirit, the church, we are called by the Lord Jesus Christ to operate in the supernatural, to operate in the miraculous, just like Jesus did. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you haven't up to this point, that's okay. How do you get there? Well, make sure you're born again, mm -hmm. number one. Read His Word. Read His example. Operate in faith. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But let me encourage you. Spend time with Him. Mm -hmm. The more time you spend with Him in prayer, in His Word, the more the way He thinks will get up on you. Okay. He'll influence your thinking. Mm -hmm. The spirit of faith will overtake you. We, 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, We having the same spirit of faith as it is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. We also, also believe, believe and, and therefore, therefore speak. we speak. Mm -hmm. Amen. You, my friend, can have living faith. You, my friend, can operate in the supernatural like your Lord Jesus did by depending on the Holy Spirit just the way He did. It is awesome. Glory to God. But let us emphasize this one thing again. Thank God for the raising from the dead. Lazarus was raised from the dead. But you know, the day came again. We don't know how much longer Lazarus remained alive, if it was 10 more years, 15 years, 30 years two years. We don't know. The Bible doesn't give us that detail. But one thing is for certain, he did die again. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. People can get healed in their bodies. Praise God. We thank God for that. But every single one of us are going to live forever, either in heaven or in hell. Mm. And Jesus Christ went to the cross and assumed all of our judgment all of the punishment we deserved because of our sin. He assumed it and died with it so that we could be forgiven, so that we could have eternal life. And God raised Him from the dead to make it good in your life. Thank you, Lord. And the Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. So let's pray right now. Victoria, can you lead them in prayer? Sure. To receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you want to receive Jesus, say this after me with all your heart. Dear God in heaven. Dear God in heaven. I come to you right now. I come to you right now. I know that I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I know that I'm guilty. I know I'm guilty. I'm stained by my sin. I'm stained by my sin. But I believe. But I believe. That Jesus Christ is your son. That Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he came. I believe that he came. And he died in my place. And he died in my place. And took the punishment that I deserved. And took the punishment that I deserved. That my curse came upon him. That my curse came upon him. And he died. And he died. With that curse. With that curse. He was buried. He was buried. He paid for my punishment in full. He paid for my punishment in full. And then you raised him from the dead. And then you raised him from the dead. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is victorious. Jesus is victorious. He is my Lord. He is my Lord. He is my Savior. He is my Savior. I turn my back on my sin. I turn my back on my and sin. And I turn to you, God. I turn to you, God. And I ask you to wash 
me clean. I ask you to wash me clean. Come inside of me, Jesus. Come inside of me, Jesus. Come live in my heart. Come and live in my and heart. And make me brand new. And make me brand and new. And fill me with your Holy and Spirit. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. I will follow you. I will follow all you. All the days of my all life. All the days of my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, I ask you to work miracles in their lives, heal their bodies, heal the sick, perform your mighty miracles. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. My friend, if God's doing a miracle in your life or you just accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, let me encourage you to call the number on your screen. Someone will talk to you. They'll pray with you. They'll answer any questions you might have. We love you. And we'll see you next week. God bless.